Welcome back, Cal listeners. This is Methodical Millions, episode 18. I want to thank all of you for tuning in. So, Cal, we talked about starting over ideas, testing, but how do you get into the mindset of creating your hustle, creating your vision? What works for you? I'm still trying to figure out what works for me, but what I find inspiring is a family friend. She's a retired lady, and what she has decided to do after retirement, she loves cooking, especially baking, and she's very good at it. So she started at home, started this Instagram page, and started posting. And her husband, who's also retired, would help deliver the items, or some people come pick it up. And she ended up being quite something within her community. So she kind of got overwhelmed. Now she has a few helpers. I think her daughter helps her manage her Instagram page. It's a small thing, but it's very inspiring to know that she's not doing this for the money. She's doing this to pass time, but actually it ended up being quite lucrative for her. And it doesn't have to be some business plan or some huge venture that she needed to do for it to turn into something. I think I would choose passion over being too formal because I think you'll learn out of passion more so than trying too hard or what you think is right. So some of the challenges I think people come across is that they think something's hard before they try and they either won't give it their full attention or they won't be in the right headspace of learning and creativity where they get to explore through ideas or like we talked about testing things. So how do you get in that headspace is a good question. For me, I have my own zone where I have clear thoughts. I'm not getting bombarded at work or with conversations or TV. So I know for me, it's really important to have that. Without that, I feel like I lose a little bit of the sense of self. I'm not in that space of mental clarity. What about you, Cal? Where do you find that space for yourself? What do you think? I completely agree. Passion, I think, is actually the fuel that's what's going to push you. It's that sound in your head that tells you, don't give up, keep going. You love this. You need to do this to get to where you want to be. I loved cars growing up as a kid. And I got to a point, I said, I want to learn more about cars than your average car guy. I didn't want to have the kind of conversation oh, look how cool this car is, how fast this car goes, or whatnot. I just wanted to know a lot more. So enjoying the ins and outs of how vehicles work in general, the mechanics of it, the physics, all of that. I remember when I first started my first full-time job at a dealership, I would carry automotive books with me to work. And I was in sales. So Nothing technical was required for me to perform my job. But I had books about engine management, about suspension geometry, and motorsport technologies and stuff like that. And I'm talking books that go into quite some detail about that stuff. And I would have them on my desk. So on my lunch break, I could read through it. Now, I got to the point, especially with the software and engine management part, where it's all about programming and coding. And it was a bit too much for me. But because 
of the end result and knowing how powerful that can be in terms of fuel efficiency and engine performance and vehicle performance, I thought that was very fascinating. So I went through the boring stuff to get what I wanted to. And I say this because if you're not passionate about something, you're probably going to give up. Most people don't enjoy what they're doing in terms of their day-to-day jobs is because most people don't have passion for what they're doing. If you're actually passionate about what you do, you're definitely going to last longer, perhaps a lifetime. You won't look at it as a job. Again, it sounds like a cliche, but it's there because it's true. And without it, I think you might as well just leave it. It's case by case, but just do what you really enjoy. Yeah. Funny brings me to a story. A friend who is just casually talking about, yeah, I used to want to be a lawyer. And I guess this person is quite established in their existing career. This is the first time I heard of it. So I started inquiring, well, that's cool. What do you like about it? And then you can hear the person just being like, I want to help the world. I've got all these ideas of what I can do, reforming the system. I've never seen this person so excited about something like that. And that is the passion that you have to explore. You have to see where it takes you and foster that. I don't care if you're on the way to work sitting on a bus, or you've got 10 minutes before your day starts, find that headspace where you can think about it, where you can make one small step of writing something down, of Googling something. If the world feels like it's always attacking you, you have to find that area to think and to try and to explore that, almost like a meditation. Without that, you get those beliefs of the world is the way it is. But if you can find that space, I think that's where it starts to turn. Back to that story. So I ended up telling the guy, what would it take if you wanted to get into law school today? If it's this test, go YouTube it. I'm going to talk to you in six months and you better be ready to write this thing. It's cool, if whether it's your own life or somebody else's, if you can slowly shift your mental state to, I really like this and I'm going to just look into it. All the great things in life don't just happen. If you really like something, the fact that you're in that space should be enough. It could be a quirky hobby. Let's say no one liked racing and that's what you liked and you're the only person in the world and there was no TV shows on it. Maybe you start one. Who cares if you're the only person in the world who likes that quirky thing? I think that's how businesses start. So if it's something that you find interesting and you just want to start an Instagram or a web page, who knows what they'll turn into. But if you enjoy it and it's unique and it puts you in that creative space, go for it. Whether it's through yourself or through others, encourage that in people. And if you see someone get excited, be that person in their life who moves them along and who asks questions and who encourages. The world needs more of that. That mindset of things are possible. And if you have that conviction about life and your belief system says, this is worth doing, I enjoy it, definitely take advantage of that. That's right. And I think opportunity is there for everyone. 
However, some may have more access to it than others. And that's the thing. People can sometimes take that for granted. And maybe that can create complacency or makes you lose a drive that I can do that anytime I want. So I'll do it when I feel like it. But if you actually go out and create something and we have all these forms of outlets, right? You can go through social media on the internet and you can tweet something nowadays and have that tweet just go across the world and create some attention in whatever way. So you can create something and maybe you'll find an audience because maybe there are other people out there just like you, but haven't started anything or didn't think they enjoy what you do and create an interest there. It's quite eye-opening and a lot of people see nowadays for example, on YouTube, one of my personal favorite medias that I enjoy, I find there's a lot of education there. I watch it mostly for educational purposes. And you can see, for example, even recently, I started to look for recipes. So I'm starting to cook more at home with all that's happening. So I go to the YouTube channels and you see there are a ton of cooking channels. Everyone is trying to show you their own recipe or their own version of a certain recipe. And many of them have many followers. And some of these could be very simple steps to do something. And some of them could be very gourmet-like and articulate. And each puts their own spin to it. And if I were to maybe start cooking a YouTube channel, I would think, ah, oh, there's so many out there. I won't be able to compete. But, you know, if you think every one of them actually started somewhere and thought, I'm going to add my own flair to this, whether it was my personality, whether it was very short, quick recipes, your local flair in terms of food here. so you can turn your passion to something, create something out of nothing. Yeah, there's so many ways to go about it. And whether it's for some side money, you can call it your side hustle. The tools are so plentiful and huge businesses have been built off of making a platform or a marketplace. So YouTube's probably one of the early ones that Google ended up buying for, I think, 1.6 billion or at least a billion dollars, huge amount of money at the time. And you can go old school with eBay, Kijiji, Amazon. You can go with Alibaba. You can go with Etsy. There's so many modern platforms too, where you can either set up a store. Shopify is really popular now. So all the hard stuff is taken out. Why would I encourage someone to start a business today? Let's say online e-commerce. It's so easy that if you know how to type an email, and sign up for Facebook, for example, or Instagram, you can open a Shopify. If you know basic computer skills, it's almost a drag and drop process. If you've ever used Microsoft Word or Microsoft Paint, all you got to do is pick your fonts, set up a shopping cart, load up an image, and then start your personal brand. Start a garage sale website that sells the stuff you own already. The fact that you can do that, think about that for a second. What would you learn by doing that for free? Try it. You'll probably learn how to build a website. Don't get too caught up in the long-term goals, which I think vision is important, but not attaining a vision right away should never stop you from learning and growing. I think that's the downfall people have. So... The vision is the North Star of where you want to be. And there can be short-term or long-term goals, but actually doing and working on your hustle. And we say that as a term for learning and delving in your passions, but 
there is time in the day. There is time to get excited. And I promise you, if you do this, and it doesn't have to be an arduous thing where you have to do it every day. If you take time and play around with this and then look back in the weeks or months, you'll probably say, wow, you know, I did learn something. And the most successful people I know basically have this mindset that they keep going back to and have that curiosity about the world, keep learning. You won't know where it will take you, but it is a guidebook for your own future. And it makes you a better person. It makes you sharper, more focused. Worst case, you help other people and you get more excited about the world. I know personally, that's kind of like my mantra. Those are the things that get me up in the morning and get me excited. The very least, you'll get more excited about your day job. You'll have this invigorated passion for life, for things around you. And it gives you a fresh perspective on what life is about, not just about, I wonder what's going to happen today. Oh, it's raining outside. It's slow today or the weather. There's a pandemic. You have a perspective that becomes your fuel on what to get excited about. And I promise that's contagious. That will frame how you think about life. And personally, I'm convinced only good things can come from that. Couldn't agree more. That point of view or perspective, it actually changed my point of view of my day job. With exception of one, actually. Funny enough, when you and I worked together, that's the exception to the rule. But every time I just felt down, I felt like I didn't have enough drive And I don't know if it was actually because of the people that we work together with or the fact that it just changed my perspective. So currently, I have a very different view in life than what I did even six, seven years ago. And even though my day job is a job for me just basically to make ends meet and cover my costs and all of that, having that perspective make me look forward to actually working because it gives me the ability to see what I can do through this I have a much more positive outlook on that, personally. So that all comes into play. And I agree with by changing a perspective, you actually feel different. And that, again, goes back to being passionate of wanting to learn something and also about learning. Because I have an end goal for myself and learning ways of the investing, trading, all of that didn't come overnight. It was over time. I just looked at it day by day read some books, watched some videos. Just from a year ago from today, there's so much more that I thought I knew a lot. And today, I know way more than I ever thought I could have learned in a year. And it's just phenomenal. It's not because of the end goal. I took it day by day, step by step. And I didn't take it as a, I need to learn this to get to where I need to be. I just took it as, this is interesting. I didn't know that. And sometimes I'd read and learn about something. And then I would come across a term or something I'm not familiar with. So I'd write that down on my phone and look that up. And it creates this network of knowledge, if you like, and things you learn throughout all that time. And very, very fascinating. And if you're passionate about something, you'll do that without knowing it. Subconsciously, your mind will just shift towards that certain topic to do something about it. That's very true. So definitely get out there, find your passions, get in that space of the right perspective and the right frame of mind. 
So with that said, I want to thank all our listeners for tuning in. This is Methodical Millions, episode 18. If you'd like to follow future episodes, you can find us at methodicalmillions.com or info at methodicalmillions.com for episode feedback. Thanks, everyone.